Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, is, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work For Him Zone. I hope you're never the same. In our never-ending I Work For Him world, it is our desire to bring you to the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways that will challenge the way you think about your faith and work. And today we're about to talk about the growing charter school movement across Florida, and one school in particular. And uh, I am delighted to have the uh, founders of the Walton Academy for the Performing Arts right there over in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'd like to say it's a, it's a special school, and, uh, and the founders uh, are sitting right here, and we'll get the, a little insight into how they created this 10 years ago. So it's great to have Tanika and Sam Walton here for our discussion. Great to have you here. Hey, Ross. Great Hi, to Ross. be here. Yeah, it's, um, it is um, great to have you um, on the show uh, because you folks had a vision 10 years ago. And, uh, and I just want to uh, give folks a, a, an opportunity to, to realize how dreams uh, can come to, uh, come to life. So what I want to start with is the same way Jim starts every show, and that is, how has Jesus Christ impacted your life? So I'm going to – you're the prettiest, and uh, <laughs> I've got old grouchy here to my left. So, so how about you Tanika? You are so kind, Ross. And, Hey, it's the obvious. It's true, so though, tell us true. how Jesus Christ is impacting your life, Tanika. 
Well, uh, he is the center of my life. He is the center of both of our lives. Um, what I can say is that I don't live, I don't breathe, I don't move, I don't act without uh, knowing that Jesus Christ is the center of my life. Um, I We actually do everything um, biblically, whether it's our home life, whether it's our personal and professional life. Um, so everything that we do starts with him. Um, Walton Academy, uh, we wouldn't have Walton Academy. Walton Academy wouldn't be birthed without knowing that he is the center. Um, that's why we've succeeded all of these years. Yeah, and that's why it is indeed, it is a kingdom school, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Sam, how about you? Well, uh, Ross, you as, as you see that I have a beautiful wife there, Oh. And she has, uh, she had two beautiful kids, and she said that they were mine. So I believe her, <laughs> and they're good kids. So I'm proud of the fact, and um, and uh, God has really blessed us. And uh, you know, I'm I'm so glad that my kids aren't the children that I was. <laughs> so, well, that's part of your story. <laughs> that's part of my story. Yeah, that's part of my story. And and uh, it was really, uh, it had nothing to do with our children. But it had to do with uh, our lack of as children when we were children that that uh, brought this thing about and uh, through God's leading. So um, uh, my life had been as a child had been the template of what was wrong with education. And uh, as our ministry that God had, had given us this business, this company um, years ago, uh, what over 10 years ago now, um, we started from a uh, another business that we did in the community, and I guess we'll we'll talk about that. But really, uh, the thing that he's done so prevalently in my life is, regardless to how smart or not I am, he still moved through me to get his work done, and I'm honored that he even allowed me to have my hands to it. So every day is a gift every day I get to use them for his work. So you both have roots in the performing arts. Yes. And Tanika, you had a dream of of dance and choreography. Anything dance, yeah. Anything dance I wanted to be able to experience it. Um, we both uh, are alumni of the University of South Florida. I was a dance major. Sam was a music major. And at that time, I wanted to experience anything that had to do with dance, be it um, uh, choreographing, dancing here, uh, dance company. So we've we've done all of that. Um, but my passion from as a child, my passion as a teenager was to teach in all avenues. And I found out it wasn't just a passion, but it was my gifting was to teach be it dance, be it music, be it in education. Um, so that's what I do. That's who I am. So clearly, you had this dream of being at least somewhere in the in the education world. Mm -hmm. So tell me about the the first steps in that because it really began with a dance studio, right, correct? So, right. uh, so so, kind of set this up for us. Sure, sure. Back in 2000, Sam 
and I uh, opened a dance studio. Uh, and it was Body and Soul Dance Center. And we still do uh, business on behalf of Body and Soul Dance Center. Right now I do master classes. Um, but at that time, uh, and we did various styles of dancing, and that was prominent back then. Uh, and out of the dance company, we started summer arts programs, not just in Tampa, but in Plant City and Lakeland. And it was booming. Uh, and back then we had students performing in the Black Heritage Festival and we had a consultant that asked us, hey, had you guys ever thought about opening a charter school? And at that time, Sam was actually um, teaching music at a, at a uh, charter school, Village of, School of Excellence. Uh, and we said, wow, we thought about doing possibly daycare, um, but that never crossed our minds. Although we both went to performing arts schools, we thought about it like, wow, this could be this could be a possibility. So we did our research. We had um, our parents that were behind us. We also had some community leaders, some educators to kind of sit down with us and, and we talked talked it over and saw, yes, this was a need for something like this in our community. And we met for months just researching and writing the charter uh and here you have it so that's a big part of it you, oh, i mean you definitely. can't just you just don't go into this no, so god had his fingerprints all over this all over, over this it. for sure if i can tell you how we got into the building where we are right now without a dime <laughs> where the where the realtor gave us keys to the building for four months and didn't pay a dime. Wow. So when I say God had his hand in it, that's just what happened. So tell us, because I've been to the school many times, and uh, we uh, we have a little place that we go for breakfast or lunch. So, so tell <laughs> folks uh, so that they have an idea where it's located and uh, where they can get this amazing cheeseburger. So we're, so we're uh, very happy. <laughs> the school is located in uh, what's known as Historical Seminole Heights, uh, which is uh, not far outside of downtown Tampa, uh, right off Florida Avenue near Osborne. And the, the restaurant uh, uh, that, that uh, Ross is referring to is Nico's Diner which um, most natives of Tampa who know the area at all, all know Nico's. Yeah. They well, all they know also Nick. now yeah. know about the Walton Academy for the Performing Arts. Yes. So tell us why that location. Because you had a vision for serving kids uh, that needed access to the performing arts. So tell us what that... Well, uh, it, it started back in... Actually, it was in 1999. Uh, when we when we started Body and Soul Dance Center, uh, Tanika and I both had for years worked with uh, families and children and parents who who really had great access to anything they wanted. You know, parents who said, "Hey, I want my child to have a great education." If the schools didn't exist in their in their neighborhoods, they pay for their children to go to whatever schools they wanted to. If they wanted their kids to experience the arts and they put them in the best schools, and they, you know, those families could afford to do that. Uh, fortunately, I didn't come from one of those families. 
uh, we were just blessed to I had some great mentors and great teachers uh, when I was a child um, Tanika's background was similar a little bit different you know I, I married up I married up Ross so <laughs> I, I knew but, that but okay but, uh, <laughs> but, but this is radio so but, thank but, you for telling everybody so <laughs> but uh uh, but it came about really starting there um, with Body and Soul Dance Center. We specific we uh, we purposely placed ourselves in communities where children and families of all backgrounds had uh, easy access to us. So whether there were low income families or families who who were a little uh, more well off, it didn't matter. We typically try to be in locations where they could all have access and where we are in uh, Seminole Heights there in Tampa uh, we have access those families have access to us so we sit right on the main thoroughfare in and out of downtown we have families who drive from Riverview from Plant City from uh, New Tampa area New Tampa yeah from Carrollwood they come from all over so the the beautiful thing about charter schools is that there are no real geographical boundaries other than the students and those parents needs to be residents of the county that the school operates in. Okay, so but there's another twist to this because, Tanika, this is clearly a public charter school. Yes. And so you have... Which uh, means that it's free to come to our school. <laughs> okay. A lot of individuals and families believe that it's a private school. Um, and I think because of the high standards that we right. we expect of our students and our, of our families, um, a lot of times you'll get some of our, our veteran teachers and uh, people that have been employed with us say that we're private but public, yeah. um, which means that although we're a free school, it doesn't cost anything to attend our school. It, it still has that private school atmosphere. Yeah. And so we have high expectations of our students, high expectations of our families, and definitely the staff that we that we have. And yet, here we are on the Christian radio program, mm-hmm. and the the way that I got to know you folks is, Sam, you're a member of the C12 group um, right here in uh, uh, West Shore area, and what is exciting is that this is clearly a kingdom business and my definition of that is it's christ-centered god-honoring and yet it's a public school so you walk a tightrope we do and so how do you do that and we've got just one minute so we'll, we'll give this teaser uh-huh. all right so tell them what the foundation of the school uh was it's, it's interesting um how god orchestrates things because although we are are believers of christ it's interesting how he strategically brings people to our school, be it our support staff, be it our teachers. Um, they love the Lord. <laughs> I, I, I can't put it any better. Yeah. Um, and if they're teeter-tottering, they come to know who he is because of what, how we live and how we represent Christ. And it's not just we don't have to speak it. It's just our actions, how we live. You are listening to the Voices of Inspiration from the Walton Academy for the Performing Arts. Uh, I had a chance to uh, see them uh, back in February, and they were singing that I'm a Believer live, and, uh, and that was pretty special. 
But Jim Brangenberg is driving down the road going, what has he done? Where did that music come from? Thank you, Tanika, Sam. Yes, for uh, It's great to have you here. And welcome back to the I Work For Him show. And I am your host, Ross Harrop. Thanks for listening, Tampa Bay. And Jim, wherever you are around the world, it's great to have you folks listening. And again, thanks to the Christian Chamber of Commerce Tampa Bay for bringing us the Integrity Moment from the Integrity Resource Center. And again, we're uh, back here in the studio with Sam and Tanika Walton. They uh, founded the Walton Academy for the Performing Arts. We like to call it WAPA. And, uh, <laughs> I love they, the way you say that. Uh, well, WAPA. you know, it's a Rhode Islander <laughs> saying WAPA. It's, uh, it, it's uh, fun and easy. And, but you founded it 10 years ago. So let's get back into it. And uh, so we were talking about the foundation. We were talking about you being a public school, and yet you have this flavor um, and the core, you know, your core beliefs as the leadership. Mm -hmm. And many of your teachers, not all, but many, uh, are, are Christians and Christ followers. And so tell us about those core values that are at the heart of who you are. And you know what? We we talk about uh, our core values um, from day one. When I bring my teachers in um, that first week of school, I'm sorry, the first week bringing the teachers in to get acclimated of the school year, sure. be it new teachers or returning teachers, we talk about who we are and what our core value is. And pretty much it's just service, service to others and service in education. And when we talk about service, I use a lot of acronyms. And so we talk about stewardship. What does the S mean is stewardship? E, it's excellence in everything that we do. Um, R is respecting others. And we're not just talking about teachers respecting others, but we have to teach our children how to respect others as well. When we talk about V, how do we value ourselves? And I is integrity, because we got to we got to mean what wow. we say and say what we mean. Maybe we could take some adults <laughs> in the classroom. Oh, oh yeah. definitely. Yeah. We talk about integrity, and that C is how do we care and have compassionate for our students? And then E, we have to be empowered. So that service to education, service in education, is what we do, is who we are. And you do it extremely well because you have high standards. It's not just about we do the arts well. Right. Uh, although when we, uh, we come back, I want you to tell me, you know, tell us, Sam, um, about the Yamaha program that you have because you've got some special music things going that make this school very unique, not only in the Tampa Bay region, but in fact, across the country. Yep. So we'll uh, we we have this is a real short segment, but uh, we're uh, we want to learn more about what makes this school uh, so special. So when we come back, I want you to be uh, sharing with us how this school has progressed over that ten year period to bring it to where it is today as you deliver this quality education and you have two, over 200 kids in the program. Is yeah. that, that mm-hmm. correct? We're talking at the break a little bit about the school, so I want to get back into that. Sam, tell us about the demographics and uh, you told us that kids come from all over uh, the Hillsborough County area, But uh, so tell us a little bit more what makes your school so special. Well, uh, a little bit about the demographics. Uh, we're we're considered a, a Title One school, uh, which uh, means there's a high percentage of children who come from 
low-income families and we're about uh, we're close to it 90 percent somewhere around there so um so so they're not the uh, you know they're not cherry picked or anything like that uh and the uh, kids pretty much come and the parents uh select they have to select our schools so they're not just assigned to us so people come to our school because uh it's intentional so they choose us uh and for no other reason than uh, to get a quality education for their children. And in some instances, those families uh, have uh, come with certain struggles and uh, certain uh, hurdles that we help, uh, in many cases, that we have to help with, even in those families, in their home environments in some cases. Uh, Some families, we help them provide them with bus passes and things like that because they may not actually be able to even get their children to school. We don't provide school buses. Uh, That's one form of uh, parental involvement in our school is that uh, really the only requirement is you be a resident in Hillsborough County and get the kids to us. And we take them from there. We nourish them. And and many times we have many parents who – uh, you know, they just don't know. They just don't know how to get it done. They just don't know how to meet the needs of their children. And so we walk them through that. We help them through that. And it's not just being educators. It's really, it really is ministry. And that's really, in those cases, is really where God shows himself and uh, really moves us out of the way because that it, it we can only do it with him. And what I've seen firsthand, and you shared an acrostic uh, before the break earlier, but the one that uh, if I had to find an acrostic, Tanika, that, that really reflects who you are as the principal of the school mm-hmm. for the past 10 years, and that is the acrostic L-O-V-E. You, you, you're doing it God's way yeah. each and every day. Sometimes it's with we an have ar- to. Well, you don't have to. You do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's a part of who we are. If we didn't love what we do, uh, and if we didn't love the students, and a lot of times that's all they need when they walk through our doors is to know that somebody loves them, somebody cares. And then once they know that, then the education part is easy. Um, Like Sam said, sometimes there are some challenges that we have to kind of fight through um, but once we we get to the root of it, and once we kind of to see that it's it's not all about the surface, um, that there's something a little bit deeper inside of that particular child or that family that we can overcome. And if you just trust us with God's help, we can get through this. And sometimes it's just a matter of giving them a hug sometimes or just listening. And then sometimes... Like Sam said, sometimes our families, they don't know what to do next. And that's when the Holy, the Holy Spirit steps in and gives, whether it's a teacher, just sharing their own testimony. Right. Because a lot of times it's just letting them know that we're not perfect. We don't have all the answers, but guess what? We're going to work this thing out together, and we're going to walk you through it. Well, isn't it exciting in today's world to know that there's a school out there in Hillsborough County where there are individuals who in the public school setting know how to walk that tightrope. Mm-hmm. There is a tension there for sure, mm-hmm. uh, but 
these families know that they have an extended family, the WAPA family. I just love to say that word, the (laughs) WAPA family. And uh, so that there is an opportunity for them to get uh, beyond the reading, writing, and the arithmetic, and and beyond the arts, beyond the dance and the singing. Um, Although I've got to tell you, that last song that we just heard is mm-hmm. the intro uh, again was the uh, Voices of Inspiration yes. at your school and they are available and do sing all over the area so tell us a little bit about that because you have both the uh, the, 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 the singing group right. of these elementary students that perform at, at churches and schools but they also have the dance that's kind of new dance. right? So tell well, us about those sure. two. Sure, uh, well I am just ecstatic about Voices of Inspiration um, because we perform original songs, and those original songs are are, are written and composed by the baddest, the, when I say the baddest, the baddest uh, music teacher on this side of heaven. And he is so gifted, just the lyrics alone, because a lot of times... I will have now, a now, Help me just, now, baddest, you know, now you're talking greatest. to the white dude. Here, so, all right, so the baddest is great. Okay. All right, yes. just doing translation here. I've got Jim Brangenberg you know, driving in his car going, what are they talking about? Okay. He, he's just amazing and, yeah. and talented and anointed. Um, so all of the songs are original songs that he's written, um, and we've had some other local um uh, artists that have written some other things for us, but his music, uh, just alone the lyrics, a lot of times we'll have the students just say the words and just them reciting the words and knowing what those words mean um, is just inspirational. Um, so when we're performing out in the community, be it the nursing home, be it uh, uh, the Florida State Conference, which we just performed at this past November, um, be it the the hospitals, we will see uh, lives being changed right before us. We we notice that the the audience are motivated, they're encouraged, they're they're loving the excitement and the energy that are coming from our students. Yeah, you know, we we uh, something that we do. Uh, sometimes twice a year is uh, one of our uh, community partners is the um, the uh, PVA Florida Veterans um, Association there and so a couple times a year we go out and we do events there with them and man you 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 see you know so the uh, people come out in wheelchairs and okay so this is the paralyzed veterans this is the paralyzed veterans association okay so right. sometimes um, and and we do a lot over in the spinal cord unit right and man it looks those guys look like they're ready to get up out of those chairs and off off those beds and really uh get moving and they rejoice and and you could you could see the difference it makes um and it it just makes their day it it takes them away from whatever they're dealing with for a time and it's healing it's healing for them well it's also very special for the kids because the thing that I've found is that one of the key elements is this concept of citizenship, which is ingrained and and is really part of the fabric Mm -hmm. of the Walton Academy for the Performing Arts. And and one of the things that we, we like to talk about is that that these kids uh, we often talk about are the 
are the leaders of tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And what I've recognized is these kids are the leaders of today, right there at your school. Yeah. They're making wise decisions. And we have to do that. We have to give them, we call it our eagle expectations. And it's not just in a classroom. It's outside of our doors because we if you can do it here at the school, you can do it at home. You can do it on the football field. You can do it in your church, your Girl Scout, your Girl Scouts. So we're not just teaching them how to read and write. We're teaching them how to be citizens here in this world because it starts right at elementary school. Right. Our our country is is going through a lot and they need to know how to make good choices. Absolutely. And as we're we're talking about the concepts of bullying and all those things are things you you weave through your program each and uh, every day. Now, all right, I want to talk a little bit because you celebrated the 10th anniversary back in February. I had an opportunity to be part of that. Yes. And that was pretty special and that was uh, the first annual and it's the jazz gala. It is that it was the jazz gala and benefit. Yes. So their money was raised to because you really need to to supplement what the state gives you, mm-hmm. for, and uh, and there's a lot of money that needs to be raised, right? Yes. Yep. Yes. And um, so we just got a couple of minutes here before the break, but I want you to tell us uh, because that was a fun night. That was that featured the voices of inspiration, uh, and then the dancers, and then uh, you had tell us about your friend that uh, that came from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, actually, uh, we had we had actually one of my mentors. Uh, it's what's how I ended up in Tampa Bay area to begin with. Uh, we had Mr. Ron Blake of the Saturday Night Live, smooth, band, mm-hmm. as well as uh, he's one of the uh, program uh, directors at the Juilliard School of Music, at uh, well, the Juilliard School in New York. And uh, matter of fact, uh, Ross De Gala was actually Ron's idea. Ron came visited our school and said, "Hey, what can I do? How can I help? Let's do something. Let's let's see how we can raise money." And he committed himself every year with no expiration date <laughs> to come to Tampa Bay and help us every year. And I think one of the special moments of the night was when you recognized one of your graduates Yes. who is now a senior in high school, and uh, Heaven Monet Tucker, yes. who is not only, I mean, she just lit up the place uh, as not only as a talent, but as a, as a person. She still comes back to participate with your students, mm-hmm. and what that does in providing a, a role model. Yes. And uh, so th- there was a scholarship given to her to go on to, we hope, Florida A&M, yes. and uh, and what was neat was that that scholarship was named after uh, Ron Blake. The Ron uh, Blake Scholarship of Hope Award. The Hope. They, uh, what a great opportunity uh, to, to really make a difference in the lives of kids. And certainly, he- um, Heavenly Monet Tucker is is just... <laughs> I just heavenly. Yes. Heavenly. Heaven is heavenly. Yeah, she was. And she, she is. is. And she is. Yes. She's yes. a beautiful young lady, very talented. Well, not only that. She is a young lady, and you've been part of that development, and it's obvious where she gives credit, not only to her family, but to you folks. And uh, because you're not like family at WAPA, you are are family. family, Yeah. 
We've been talking to Sam and Tanika Walton, friends of mine and uh, members of the uh, C12 group. Uh, Sam, we're going to talk about that in a moment. But uh, you've given us an insight into the Walton Academy for the Performing Arts. So let's get right back in it. The C12, as we talk about the C12 group, and uh, and our format is that executive roundtable that meets once a month, and and uh, we really uh, have a time of accountability and uh, sharing some amazing materials. In fact, I hope you've read uh, in preparation for next uh, week's uh, group uh, the, the the whole concept of leading with questions, and it's just amazing material. And uh, so so tell us just just for a moment how that has impacted your role as the founder of WAPA and uh, and what that has meant uh, to you over the years um, that you've participated. Well, Ross, um, for anyone who knows this industry, uh, the industry of public education, uh, we recognize that uh, it has gone further and further away from, from its true purpose to truly serve, to truly serve. And we understand, uh, as Christ said, the example of a true servant leader. Um, uh, C12 has helped point us back to that. And for me, it was such a necessary thing to have a group of peers um, uh, uh, to glean from, okay, these great men and women in business and in our community, to glean from, from a biblical perspective. Okay, uh, there are many, many people who do this thing well, who do education, and uh, uh, and and do it for different reasons. Okay, our reason was we felt was very pure, uh, and they do it for other reasons. I I do this all over the country, and we've got about twenty two schools that I help open outside of Walton Academy, and the 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 missions are very different. They're very different, but uh, C12, the C12 group was such an amazing thing to me that it gave me a safe place to be vulnerable and to be put back together. Oh, that's that's exciting. So, Tanika, as as the spouse, who uh, I remember the the one day you came as uh, Sam was making a core presentation, and you were coming with your uh, cohort, Michelle, mm-hmm. and uh, and when you were there, uh, you said, "Wait a minute! I thought you were taking a day off." But it is what we'd like to say is that you know for. 30 days a month, you work in your business, and this day you're working on your business in preparation to get recharged, to go back out there, get some new ideas, personally and professionally. So what has it meant to you as the spouse? A lot of times, it's more of reflecting as to what it is that we do and how we do it. Um, A lot of times, being at the school day in, day out, and operating the school, you don't have too much downtime to actually take into effect as to uh, how it is that what it is we're doing and are we doing it effectively and to really focus and hone in on the nitty gritty and that's what C12 is helping um, Michelle and myself to stay focused on on the task at hand 
and really see how can we be more effective in the business that we're doing. Yeah, so you really have this fine line between this balance yeah. that you're living the, between the business, because it, ha- it, is a business. it is a business, it's God's business. You clearly, the two of you, believe and uh, walk every day knowing that this is God's business, uh, kingdom business, mm-hmm. Christ-centered, God-honoring, and yet there's an opportunity for, for ministry as well. So you, you really uh, have this... Uh, uh, balance in what you're doing. Well, I, I, wanna, I want to, we, we've just got a few minutes left before the hour. So just very quickly, tell us what that partner would look like. Someone wants to, to get involved. What would a partner look like? Well, what we look for in, in partners and community partners and individuals, we look for individuals, organizations, companies, communities, uh, leaders, families, uh, uh, grandmothers, grandfathers, uh, aunties, uncles, uh, uh, big brothers, big sisters, to come in, and uh, 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 so so the typical person would be someone who has a passion for children, a passion for high standards and quality of education, and making those things available to all children and all families. Uh, and and uh, we have some who have a special place in their heart for the arts and, and the, the ministry of the arts as well. And it's a great place to see your work, to see your dollars, to see your prayers, to see all of those things make a great impact on children and families for years to come. So you would love to have that Rotary Club or the Kiwanis Club or a church group that really wants to make a difference in the lives of kids. Or who, Tyler Perry. <laughs> Tyler Perry, that's right. All right, you want it, and you didn't care whether uh, Tyler Perry came first or whether Oprah came first, as You're I recall. Right? right? right. You wanted uh, either of those uh, those folks to come and uh, help uh, underwrite part of the school, just like that's Yamaha right. is. That's right. And uh, so that's great. We're... Uh, we're excited that uh, that you've been here. I hope that this uh, gives folks an opportunity to understand how they can take their dream, bring it to life, just like you folks did 10 years ago. Yes. And then we're going to do the second annual Jazz Gala next February. And, um, and uh, let me give you a phone number. It is 813-231-9272. 813-231-9272. Or you can go online at waltonacademy.com. Org. You're listening to the I Work For Him show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower who owns my own business, but ultimately, I work for him. 